When you hit that wall of utter frustration while photographing in the street, when you are beyond tired and just want to give up, keep on walking. We took a walk for a few minutes together. The street became his photographs. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio. And this is Ward. And this is episode 193 for the middle of October 2023. And we are already getting Christmas decorations at Home Depot. Stop Actually, it. we had those in July. <laughs> I know. No. We're just I've getting been, over back to school here. You get back to school when? When does it start? In August. Oh, in August. Okay. But, but we're, still, we're it's October and I'm... I know. I think they should just leave the damn Christmas things out all the time and then it would we would just get used to it and it wouldn't be a problem, right? Just leave it out. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Sorry. Yeah. And I don't... No, I do mind, but I don't have to go to... I don't have to go to Lowe's. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Um, what was I going to say? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all yeah. right. I'm starting yeah. a new job next week. Hey, new congratulations. Day job. So that's, that's a thing. Tell you all about it or not, depending on how it goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. It's more in line with uh, what I want to do with my career at this point. And so I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. And, and you start when? I start on uh, Monday the 16th. Hey, all right. So that's yeah. the day after after we publish. So that's good. Or maybe actually I'll publish on that day. Actually. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've got 31 days in October. Usually I do the 15th I'll or 16th. I'll have something to listen to on the commute home. There you go. Right. You want to listen to yourself? I can never listen I, to myself again. I, 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 I record the show. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> let, let everybody else listen to it. But I'm happy you listen. That's great. Well, congratulations. That's good. I know that... Uh, you want a more regular schedule and yeah. I, um, your other one, your other job kept you really busy a lot. And I know that cause it, we, we had to work around that for recording the show sometimes, mm -hmm. but I know just in general, it's a lot of on call and a lot of evenings and weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, getting paged or phoned in the middle of something is real pain. So that's great. Great news. Great way to start the fall. So yeah. wonderful. Actually I got contacted by uh, someone I used to work with, at brick and they are working at an av company and he was interested in seeing my resume and it came uh a week ago um and what was nice about it was i i'm, I'm gonna put my resume together because I, I would like to work as well and mm -hmm. i don't know what yet but what he was great that he said to me and uh i haven't really had anybody say this is when we were working at brick together when you were on a job referring to me, I knew things were going to get done. Hmm. Um, and I, no one's ever said that to me before. And, and, you know, I'm a photographer, but like we were working there on television and stuff and I'm not as I'm, I'm savvy with some of the stuff, but you know, the place that I work at is, you know, I wouldn't call it a network at all, like a network television. I'm sure there's a lot more complex things that go on, mm -hmm. but I know a lot of the stuff that's there and uh, th this guy came from a network, um, also, I think from Los Angeles or something like that. But when we, when, when he said that to me, I was like, really, you know, I have you know, the imposter syndrome sometimes, like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and he said that. And so, um, I was like, thanks. So I'm going to, I'll send them a resume. I don't know, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I'm open to, I'm open to doing many different things. And so. Very cool. But, but when someone says that to you in general, like you've, you've, you know, like in this yeah, that's case, a nice you know, boost. The, yeah, yeah, the job will get done. And today I just spent the whole day building a jib. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, they call me back at, at Brick because uh, one of the guys who's now in charge of the studio, we, we just shot a big television production last week and the jib was, I had to put it together, make it, I think, 17 feet long. And Wow. Uh, yeah. And what's fun about that is it's one of the only times I get to do something with my hands, you know, cause mm. you know, putting up wire cabling, bringing up the tripod, screwing stuff in balancing, you know, there's a lot of, and, and I feel really satisfied. 
And I really don't do that a lot with my regular photography. There's not a lot of hands-on stuff, except that when I was putting up the show, which we'll talk about in a little bit, like when you start doing stuff, I don't know if you notice this. Well, you do this because you go at a house, but yeah, like doing something with your hands and then when you're done and there's like a, not only that, but there's like a beginning, middle and end. There's like right. a start yeah. process and then you're done and then you can step away. I was like, wow, you know. Yeah, I did my, my daughter was visiting on the weekend and I did her brakes on her car. Yeah. And well, you, see, you know that kind of stuff. I've, and I do, I do that and changing the tires from, you know, summers to winters. So, yeah. Yeah. The mechanics in my, uh, in my uh, ancestry, there's that, I've got that <laughs> connection there. Yeah. Well, of course. I think, uh, you know, I, I I always want to bring it back to like the thing that I want to do. And in terms mm -hmm. of photography, there really isn't much. I mean, I mean, unless I'm going to do like matting and framing, which I don't really want to do because I really don't have yeah. a need for it. And I don't really have space to do matting and framing. There isn't a lot of hands-on stuff. I mean, other than like, I don't know, there's a few things, but it doesn't feel the same as like building something, you know? Right. So, so yeah, today I had to rebuild it. Uh, and I did time-lapse it <laughs> with my GoPro, the, the battery ran out, so I didn't get the whole thing. But, um, anyway, that's, you know, yeah. cool. That's what I was doing. So, so going going back to uh, like segueing back into photography or whatever I was doing, and don't have much to talk about. It's been been kind of a harrowing couple of weeks for me, um, mm -hmm. just in terms of emotions and and things going on. I know that uh, we talked about it last show because I had not put it up yet. The show at the coffee shop, right? So I think though by the time that we 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 uh published it was up it was up but yeah, yeah but now i can go in we <laughs> the day that it went up uh i for those of you who have been paying attention to the news uh new york had uh one of those uh <laughs> insane crazy weather events um which by the way i grew up in new york and we i really i've never seen this happen in the, except in the past 10 or 15 years like we never really had crazy weather events like this. And this was a one day rain. I think it was left over from a storm or a tropical storm. Right. Uh, Which I was kind of teasing in the last show. And I feel yeah, bad about it. I feel like, yeah. Oh, and there's another one on the way. Ha, ha, ha. But and we recorded like, it. We recorded before I, it hit. Right? I know. Yeah. But still, yeah. I feel like I put a hex well, on you guys got, up there. But. As far as I can tell, when we had a storm, sorry, we're going off on a tangent here, but we had a storm a while back. A lot of people, about a dozen people died um, because basement apartments got flooded. Right. And I don't think that happened this time. So there was property damage. Um, but anyway, we got, we got something like um, in seven hours, we got many, many inches of rain. And in uh, a certain period of time, the New York City sewer system can only handle so much rain right. per hour. And I think we were double that. Wow. So, and then the drains got filled in with garbage. And so the block, the drains. So in the place that I was having the show on the corner, um, the, the place was in the middle of the block. Mm -hmm. There was, it was like an ocean. And I mean that because there were waves. <laughs> Someone took a picture of them and there were like, wow. it was like waves and cars were, you know, was it about up to the uh, bottom part of the windows of cars? So, you know, wow. three feet or something like that. And it was insane. And then in Park Slope, it was worse, which is another neighborhood in Brooklyn. They call it Park Slope because it's on the bottom part of a hill. And so all the water from the top ran down and there was another ocean on, I think, about 4th Avenue, 7th Avenue. Anyway, it was it was bad. And so I actually called up the guy or texted the guy um at the coffee shop, I said, did you guys get flooded? Because I just put this, the show was up Thursday night. Right. And this was Friday. And not that I was worried about my prints, because if the place no, got flooded, my prints are high in the air. I really didn't yeah. care, but I really cared about his place. Mm -hmm. And he showed a picture of the water, like, lapping at his front door. So they didn't get, they didn't get damage in the basement or something like that. But anyway, to go back, the show opening was a bit thin in attendance because it was raining 
uh, it started raining Thursday night. So I think that kept people from showing up. Mm-hmm. But I had uh, at least 15, maybe 18 people show up throughout the night. A lot of them were friends. Mm-hmm. And so it was a good quality of people who came. And I don't mean that that people who weren't going to come of good quality. But, you know, at first I was a little, mm, I was a little, I want to say disappointed. But then I started thinking about it. I have to do this thing in my brain because I'm like, well, you know, what did I really want at the show? Did I want thousands of people to show up? No. I mean, right. So the people who came, I realized they came very far. One person drove like a couple of hours to come. Uh, and we had really nice talk there. And um, uh, Sherman, who owns the place, made some really nice uh, little hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that to hand out. Uh, and it was a nice experience. I really enjoyed it. And cool. I sold like a handful of my zines. Um, nice. Yeah. And also, I just got, I don't even just say this because it was cool. I just, when I opened up Instagram today, I'm not opening up every day, but I got a, I got a text from um, uh, a listener uh, who lives in our neighborhood named Alan. And he said, uh, I'll just read it to you. He sent this to me Sunday. I just saw it today. He said, good morning. I'm a regular listener of your podcast. Hi, Alan. <laughs> Hi, Alan. And he goes, and recently purchased one of my zines. Uh, sitting now at Blue Star Parlor to view your images. Nice work and congrats on the show. Nice. So um, thank you, Alan, for for uh, uh, reaching out to me on Instagram. I'm sorry it took me a day or two to read it because I don't, I just don't pick up Instagram. I'm not used to it anymore, so I don't pick it up every day. Um, so, yeah, I've gotten some not- notice. There's uh, have a pending sale of three of my zines i have to reach out to that person because we have to just sort of figure out the exchange mm-hmm. um he's he sherman bought a few copies so he's got them there and i've got some tags there so if people want to buy them and stuff like that i have to figure out a bit better system for it but uh it looks good my hanging system worked um what's nice about it is that if they came loose i go there every morning and i saw some of the prints were just sort of maybe i didn't press them in uh it's easy because the prints are are luster prints so mm-hmm. i don't feel too bad about you know i make sure my hands are clean but I'm, i don't feel too bad about pushing them a little bit um because right. they're a little robust the only thing i i'm noticing that's i don't know i don't know if it's anyway the prints are starting to curl a little bit they're on this foam core mm-hmm. and i guess i expected them to stay flat more and i'm just wondering if it's because the environment of the uh place that they're in humidity that they're the change in in temperatures um are sort of all over the place especially in the past week especially when we had the rain um and so i think that might be doing a number on it they're not bending too bad uh but i do notice them a little bit and that might be why some of them like some of them actually maybe popped off of their velcro but they're again they're not like curled totally right they're not like a fiber print that you yeah yeah put between the books yeah. yeah, but they're they're certainly doing it more than other prints that I have had done in this way. So uh, I just think it's an environmental thing, not anything yeah. wrong with it. But they're not that bad. And again, it gives you know the, the they've stayed up. That looks good. I think the system is good. I think taking them down will be interesting because I'll have to remove this stuff with with care so I don't hurt the bricks. But that's not a problem. And then we're gonna schedule a an artist talk for November. So in about five weeks, and it's going to be like maybe a second opening. Uh, And the the plan is for me to do uh, a little slideshow uh, and talk and ask and answer questions and stuff like that. And so we'll we'll do a more uh, robust advertising in the the neighborhood. Cool. um, So that we can, we can get people coming in. And again, you know, thinking that if it's on a Thursday night, uh, in the fall and with enough time, uh, to, it's not, it's not going to be close to Thanksgiving that, you know, if people are looking to do something, they'll be able to come in, but I want to do an artist talk where I talk. And I also then want to use that as an opportunity to see if I can get people to do a photo walk. Uh, mm. so I'll, I'll talk about my photo walk in a minute. I was just here, hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> no, it's I fantastic. I did, I did see kind. the. Well, no, that's fine. I, 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 uh, I did see your time lapse. Pretty good. Pretty cool. All right, uh, I time lapsed the, the putting of it together with yeah. my GoPro. So that was. Fun. And, I should put. Um, I put that. I should put that on the on the website. Yeah. Sure. 
And the pictures look spectacular against those uh, the brick wall. They do. And a brick wall it, is a nice way to display. It, and it looks really well. The scale of the images or the scale of the pictures that you put up work well in that space. Yes, they do. Both at a table, you know, if you're up close, and also as you're looking down the room, um, I think it really, it's, and it's part of an architectural, whatever you want to call it, architectural language, the way they're, they're positioned uh, in that space. I think that's yeah. it's pretty, pretty cool. I think taking the space in accounts when you're putting a show, any show together is important. Um, I, I, I liked, I mean, if, I think we talked about this at the last show about the different types of hangings I could use, mm -hmm. you know, whether it was going to use chains and electrical conduit or wiring that he was going to set up or what I came up with either way would, would fit the space that the chains and the pipes would look good in the bricks. And I like what I've done today with the, the sort of the spacers having them float yeah, off the float brick. off the brick. Yeah. Yeah. So the brick becomes part of the, you know, it becomes part of the show as well. And I think that's that's kind of important. I mean, it's not just a white wall right. where it would hang up, which is fine, but, you know, and the, really. The brick sets off both the color images in the black and white, like the mortar is gray and it works against the black and white. Yeah. And then the richness of the terracotta color works against the, uh, the color in those other images. So I yeah. think it's uh, very it good. works well. And I think I picked a good print size too. Um, like I said, I had one printed 20 by 30, but I'm glad I didn't do all those 20 by 30 because I think I would have crowded the space. Surprisingly, the wall is 35 feet long. I thought I wouldn't have enough space. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, the reason why I came up with the smaller prints is they were less expensive, right? right. So and guess what? That was perfect, especially the way uh, Mark Ryerson helped me put it together with the groupings. His participation is not to be understated here. He... Yeah. His sequencing really, I think, made the, really made it, really capped off the the presentation. I think so, I too. I really do. I believe so. And that just re reminds me that it's important to not live in my own little, or one's own little circle. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's important to have some input from someplace else, because it really is like, I didn't see anything that he was talking about when, you, when he's going over the sequencing and he's seeing how this leads to this and this goes to that and then help me see a connection between mm -hmm. this picture and that picture in from one group to a next and how it led. Um, I would never be able to do that without him. So <clears throat> thanks Mark, if you're listening, yeah. but it's important I think to have that kind of help when you're doing something like, like, uh, like this. And uh, well, maybe we can segue into talking about our zine because sure. That was something that was a collaboration between the two of us. So do you want to you start talking about it, what, what our plan was and what, what we did? Well, we, well, I think because we're both street photographers and I had my first visit last year, which, by the way, today is the first anniversary of my visit to New York. Today when we're uh, recording it, yes. <laughs> as we're recording it, yeah. yeah. Can't believe it's been a year already. Um so we just, well, based on your experience with your zines, now you're at your third issue, right? Um, yes. 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 So we asked the guys in the Unusual Collective, it's okay if we create a little breakaway republic that's podcast-based, <laughs> right? A little banana republic. Yeah. Yeah. A little banana podcast republic. Podcast republic. That's actually Yeah. Should... It's a republic podcast. Maybe we should put, <laughs> maybe put that in a... Nobody steal that. That's my idea. No, that's ours. That's ours. <laughs> okay, so, so you know, ask the the guys in the new, uh, uh, new unusual collective, guys and gals, and the unusual collective. We could go ahead and and create the zine, um, you know, based on our our podcast experience. So, because we're both street photographers, why don't we just start there and we'll take our street images and mash them together. We decided fairly early on that everything would be in black and white, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we would find, we just throw up a whole bunch of pictures in the Miro editing, uh, tool and go back and forth and first make our raw selections of what we thought would be, would, would suffice for the images. And then, 
went through and paired them. And um, we actually, did we have Mark in on that towards the end too? Take a look at things or was that just for your show? Uh, no, no that, was that, was that was just for the show. That was just for the show. For us, it was, it was you and me doing, well, first of all, let's let, just give a little shout out in some way. I'm not getting any credit for this, but Miro, M-I-R-O, was the app that we used, right, on yeah. uh, on a web browser. And it's like uh, a free-flowing, you know, um, collaboration board. But since you're so far away from me and I'm so far away from you and we, you know, unlike your experience with Mark, since you're together making your book and you can print out everything and throw it on a table, mm -hmm. we need to figure out uh, the virtual version of that uh, so that we could both work collaboratively together and see something in a similar way. So we used Miro. There's also Apple's... Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of these programs, but since you're not an Apple, we couldn't use this. But there's a, what is it called? Why am I spacing out on it? Freeform is Apple's uh, okay. version of that a collaboration whiteboard kind of thing. But anyway, we used that. We put the pictures in and we would get on Zoom uh, so that we could see each other. And and because the Miro app lets both people work on it or multiple people work on it simultaneously, we were able to move pictures around and talk about it. And so that was really fun to just to, to sort of dissemble disassemble our pictures and see how they work together like the shots that you did and the shots i did were never meant to be together we just shot right. them on our own but then to find sort of this overlap in terms of uh, pictures that could uh work next to each other together that could flow from page to page together um that was a lot of fun so anyway and i'm just yeah, no, and you know, story. put it together, and um, uh, we're revealing the name of it. Um, so go ahead. It's called go Line of Sight. So Line of Sight. Uh, we'll. I'll just notice uh, it's not available yet. Um, we want to make it available for uh, for our audience or anybody who wants to help support the show. So we'll we'll let you know when it's ready. Probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We just got we just got our proof copy about a couple of weeks ago. I've got it here with me, so we have to do some tweaking on it. Uh, it's another blurb magazine format. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I was uh, I was telling you off show but that we we need to do another with more pictures because I, I want to say it's addicting, but I the thought the creation it, of the zine is addicting. The, is the creation saying. of the zine is addicting. I mean, for many in many different ways. I mean, first of all, I love collaborating with you. Uh, it's fun to sit down and just focus on photography for an hour, whatever amount of time we did. It's fun to, like, on my own time to, like, look at your pictures and look at mine and try to do the concentration game and see what what's coming together. But also when we get back online and talk to each other, you're, you're saying you're giving me feedback about the pairing. I'm giving you feedback about your pairing. And right. that is really, really interesting to do it's um also too i i really like that it, it it there's sort of an ego your ego goes away a little bit yeah, because yeah you can i mean we feel strongly about the images that we take for, for you know one reason or another but you you can i'm finding that you and i can look fairly objectively of in which images work better for a pairing for instance or what sequence or once we turn the page, what should appear on the next page and that sort of thing. And we, we come to agreement pretty, pretty quickly. Um, is that because we're, we're, we're trying to serve the zine? Like, like I mean, is, yeah, I mean, I that I mean, besides so. our personalities in some way, but I'm wondering if that also we're, we're, we're working. On yeah. And I think that's the way Mark thing. and I felt about the book too. Yeah. It was just like, what's going to work here. Yeah. Whether it's your picture or my picture. I mean, there are spreads that are all yours and there are spreads that are all mine. And there are spreads where it's one of each. Right. And and you uh, I've got the cover, but yeah. we talked about it. We talked about this. And it's not like I have an ego yeah. on like I need to have the cover I want the cover picture. I no, but it was it was the proportions of it, I think, work best of any of the images we had to to fill that space where we For wanted text. Yeah, and for this version, for you know, I mean, this is the first of however many we decide we want to yeah. do because this is, a, I mean, as an exercise, it's great. Collaboration, I think, is a lot, a lot of fun. 
you know, I do a show by myself and that's okay. But, but working with somebody else in this case, you, or just having, just getting outside of that little hamster wheel circle of my own mm-hmm. stuff is, is, um, is great because then just personally, I'm not so self-absorbed. I get to, I, you know, I get to help you a little bit. I, you get to bounce stuff off of me. I'm not, you know, there's, there's a nice handoff there between the two of us. And, uh, that in, in the making of it, yes, the zine is a great end product from, from the collaboration, but the act it's, you know, the, the, the journey is, is almost as, as interesting and, and wonderful as the, as the, uh, destination. Right. And also too, it, it, it gives you like you, you have an end to your project. And so you put whatever energy you can into that. And then it's a thing on its own and you don't have to deal with it directly like that anymore, unless we're doing a sequel, which I know you, you like there to be more images maybe in this scene. I tend to think it's okay. I think it's but, fine. Well, oh, go ahead. I'll let you but go. anyway, no, so we we set that aside, put it in the river, and let it float away. And now, okay, we're doing another zine. It'll be different, right? And we right. use we won't we won't be a bound is too strong a word, but we won't have to use the same rules for that zine as we would for a new one. And I think that's interesting. And that's I think that's another argument for keeping, perhaps keeping the number of images down a little bit so we can provide a an experience for the reader and we're not knocking ourselves out by creating like a vogue italia which is 400 pages right right you know i mean there's some part of me that would want to do that and, and also well no remember, i had an idea to well, do that too but you too yeah i mean when you describe it you know you're I, I would love to see one of those big fat volumes yeah and and that serves a different purpose and yes no the reason why i want more pictures and this is fine. I, I think we we just need to do some tweaking on some stuff. We need to, to I need to change the the font and the front. I mean the spacing and stuff like that. And we're going to do mm-hmm. some rewriting. The picture layout is good. The flow is good. The reason why I want more is because I want more. You know, it's just like it's yes. it's this part of which is kind of what we'd want people to get when they if, if they eventually hopefully you know want to purchase this from us when we get it out. Uh, yeah. like and the proceeds will go too. to the podcast, right? They're the not podcast, going to our part pockets. of no, it's part of paying yeah. for you know because we're doing this yeah. out of our. Yes, it would be a way to support the show, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I want more because I want more. I, a, I want more of the experience of of sitting down with you and looking at our pictures and seeing how we jive or don't jive. I mean, even that, you know, having you know where the pictures clash with each other would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, make a different style, you know, a different kind of printing as well, maybe from a different place. Uh, you know, the world is our oyster in that sense. So that's, uh, but the reason why I want more is just cause I don't know. I just, you know, I, I look at it and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I mean, we had 35 pages, you know, so that's, yeah. that's decent. And, and, you know, every page has got a, has got a picture on it. So. It's good. I just want more. It's 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 kind of fun that way. The next one, maybe we'll do more on the that. next one. Yeah. Well, we're coming into winter. We talked about this before. We're yeah. hunkering down, and it's time to go look at you know the stuff that we've got as well. And I, you know, like I, I said in the last show, I think it was last show, when going through back through my stuff, there's a lot of stuff that I have that I never processed. You know, just like mm-hmm. when I was doing it, I would like look at the one shot process it and upload it to Instagram and I was done, but the rest of the stuff would go into my archives and I, I, you know, I go back and look at it for some reason. I was going back through my Lightroom archives for some reason. I can't remember, but just going back and looking through, Oh, I know I was anyway, it doesn't matter, (laughs) but I was like, Oh, I shot that. Oh, that looks good. What if I do this? And you know, two things are coming from it. One is a time Mm -hmm. distance from the time I photographed it. A lot of the stuff is when stuff that's really interesting that I haven't looked at in a while stuff that I did with when I first got the uh, Fuji X 100 T because I was right. going around shooting tons of stuff with that. Like I, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop shooting with as I burned that camera out because I shot so much. Yeah. That X 100s man, they're, they're an obsession. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, hopefully they'll, they'll come up with another version cause you can't get, well, anyway, it, no. it, uh, 
so anyway that I've, i i shot tons and tons of stuff with that and it's good to go through that but like that would be the kind of stuff i'd want to sort of get out into the world the other part of this just i said this is having something in the real world like mm -hmm. it just feels like it, you were saying before like it's, it's there's an end to it like here's something we're done it's finished but now it's also in the world for people to have or to see or exist someplace and it sits in a you know pile of magazines someplace and and someone picks it up you know yeah. in the future or something like that so that, that that has a good feel to it so uh yeah so we'll keep you uh the audience uh you know up to date on that hopefully we'll have it available in some sense in within the next couple of shows um we got a couple of things coming up so uh we'll see you know how the tower timing goes for for getting this done but it's it's mostly done it's great it's really great to get it in the mail <laughs> yeah it's like those days in book school did you have you had book day with scholastic. scholastic we were talking yeah. about that yeah 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 and you know you'd order the books and then when they'd come in there were stacks of them and you and the teacher would go from this pile to this pile and make your stack and then yeah. give it to you and it's like it's smell the books anyway it's the same it's the same kind of feel to that in, in some way so i'm going to be working on one more zine on my own i think because i do want to have four volumes of my 11218 mm -hmm. uh at least and i think i might be done with that i don't know um in terms of like i'm i i've i've walking around these days with my camera i'm like not that i'm not finding things to shoot but i'm like eh, i don't know what the next thing is i think i think i might have pulled this out someone said i should go to another zip code and do the same thing maybe but the issue with that is that i don't live in the other zip codes like right. there's something about living in the place and doing it in the place i think the lesson i'm getting from from these is that there's so much that uh i can do in in such a small area you know uh and they even come up with projects like like a like a a zine volumes of zines or even a show i mean i think that's a lot yeah well five years ago i started a project i called communities which was i went into every tried to go into every different named community within the city of which there are 200 in calgary and i've got maybe 45 or 50 of them one image to represent that particular community. Now I've gone off of it since I kind of lost interest, but the images that I did get, they're not bad. Yeah. So I can always go back to it. Um, Is there something you want to do with those? Um, I don't know. I want to see what it looks like once I have, I sort of have everything. Um, right. I did, I did post quite a few of them to Instagram back in the days when it was started 2017. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I I was fascinated by it. I wanted to because for me the the city each neighborhood has its own flavor. Now we're talking about a suburban neighborhoods, so it's not like uh, it's not storefronts and brownstones and that sort of thing. It's mostly detached homes, but the way they're arranged is different by era because of the way the city grew. So you would look at a picture and if you lived in if you lived in town here for some period of time you could probably guess what neighborhood it is mm -hmm. by the image and so i try mm -hmm. to create an image that's sort of representative of the neighborhood so you could say oh yeah no i know this is bonus i know this is varsity i know this is downtown you know that sort of thing so yeah that th those sorts of things and that that's that's a years long project i'm fine with you know fooling around with that every now and then and just as long as i put them in a collection and don't forget about them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that you know that's one thing i'm i'm definitely with you on that enough about the zines you've got uh, there's also something else you, you had done recently a uh, photo walk oh right so yes thank you for 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 segueing to that <laughs> Well, it was an uh, abrupt segue. But, it was an abrupt know. segue. We got that. But I wanted to talk about it since it was it's fresh on my mind. It won't be news in a couple of weeks. Anyway, uh, I don't think I posted the link in our show notes because I might have mentioned it last time. But I did the annual Scott Kelby Worldwide Photo Walk. Uh, so those of you in the know who know Scott Kelby every year for I don't know how long, for, for a while now, has been doing... Uh, the worldwide photo walk the idea of it is that uh, this photo walk is scheduled on a single day around the world and hmm. it gets people to lead the walks 
finding people who want to volunteer to lead it. And there's a contest aspect to the photo walk in terms of the people who uh, participate uh, will submit pictures uh, and, and the leader of the walk will get to judge them. But the idea of the walk is to find a location in your area if you're going to lead the walk. And, and people sign up for the walk is usually up to 50 people. <clears throat> and uh, that day, at that time, we walk. And there's no other day you can do it on. It has to be all the right, same day. You have to show up, yeah. Yeah. And it's been, obviously, it was uh, postponed during the pandemic. And I, they might have done it last year. I can't remember, but I didn't, I didn't uh, participate. Uh, last year was not a good year to participate in things. But it came up this year, and so I threw my my name in the uh, in the hat for being a leader. And since I've been a leader for a bunch of years, it was easy for me to become a leader again. I don't think there's a lot of qualifications to it, but uh, it does help if you have like some teaching skills because they want you know they have certain things that they want the leader to do in terms of like finding an interesting location, finding a place that everybody can gather at the end of the day, you know, like a, okay. a restaurant or something like that, and hang out and stuff. And so I've done the walk at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden and uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn, and uh, what's the other place? Uh, Greenwood Cemetery. Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, so the those are the three. By. Yeah, those are the three places I've done. The reason I did it at the Botanic Garden because I used to live near there. Uh, the one time, one time I did it there on the hottest day. They used to have it in, some, in, in August. They since changed it to the fall, uh, or at least, you know, in, in the uh, northern hemisphere, it's the fall, and the southern hemisphere is spring. Because we had it in August and it was a nightmare. It was the hottest day, especially going to the Botanic Garden. It was it was so hot. Sorry, it was so hot. You know, Botanic Gardens have different biome kind of places, like the, the tropical yeah. one. So you go to the tropical one, and it was cooler in the tropical biome than it was outside. Right. It was it was insane. Anyway, uh, Greenwood Cemetery. It wasn't the stinkhorn wasn't going that, no, that no, year, it was that. it? No. No, and then I did it at Greenwood when I moved to this neighborhood, and we met out in front of the gates, and then we all walked in. And the, the guard had a cow because he saw all these people in one group, and and we walked in. He said, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "We're just doing a photo walk." He's like, "Well, you're allowed to do this." I'm like, "But you're getting paid for?" It? I'm like, "No, I'm not getting paid because if I was getting paid, it would be like a yeah a tour, and and you know they would have yeah. things to say about that." And we're like, "No, we're just group of photographers getting." Paid. But anyway, I've done it in Red Hook a bunch of times. Red Hook is uh, a nice place because it's the waterfront. There's a lot of old stuff there, warehouses from the Civil War and mm. cobblestones. And it's just a funky neighborhood. I did it the week before Superstorm Sandy in 2012. Mm. Uh, we went there the week before. And, and then the week after, Red Hook was underwater. Um, wow. So I should. It, it's amazing. I do these things just before these crazy weather things. Anyway. This one on Saturday, so four, we're, today's Tuesday, so four days ago, three days ago, uh, I had it scheduled. And, uh, it, of course, then we're getting another rainstorm. So I had about 20 people sign up, and, uh, and that number dwindled. Mm. <laughs> so it was okay. I understood why. But what was interesting was I was watching the weather, and I tried to change it to Sunday. Because Sunday's weather was good, and then I got indication that well, was not allowed to change the date because of the contest. I guess they look oh, at the okay. metadata and they want everybody to photograph on the same day. So if there is a contest, and there's some nice prizes, I can't remember where they are for the people who walk through the walks. And the walk somehow benefits. Um, I think it's an orphanage in Kenya. I don't know how the the benefits work, but you can you can you can donate to them and stuff like that. So it's a totally free photo walk, and it's fun. You know, I thought. I do it this year because just in my emotional state, I think it's better if I'm with people you know, often. And I like the photo walks because then you can be a photo geek for a, you know, for a day. Everybody can be a photo geek. Um, anyway, cool. so uh, I didn't cancel the walk. I had to, I make sure it's on Saturday. Uh, three people showed up <laughs> besides oh. me. It, it was fine. It was, it was a little struggle because it was raining off and on. And we started in Red Hook. We did take um, uh, a couple of selfies, one in this trolley that's there that you're not supposed to go in, but we went in because there was nobody there and who was going to throw us out. And then uh, then our third person showed up a little bit later. 
Uh, but we walked around um, the area. There's an Ikea there, and they have these giant... It's also because it's a, it used to be a um, shipping uh, docks and stuff like that. So they have the big uh, freight cranes that okay. unload. They're just now you know, part of the decor in that area. So it was, it was kind of fun. Uh, I decided not to go with any Fuji cameras. I brought, I decided most I was going to do shooting was with my iPhone. I want right. to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, with, a, I have the new iPhone 15. So I did that. And then I also brought my Polaroid camera, which is also new. Right. So um, this is the new IS2 or whatever it's called. The, I it think on? it's called the, hold on a second. I got it right here. Uh, and I can, what are my glasses on? Uh, I don't see a designation. The I2. 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 They have an sorry. I1. Um, so I brought that with me. So anyway, I'll talk about that in a minute, too. Uh, it was nice. I had a nice walk with three people. We we enjoyed our company. Um, I was having a bit of a distraction day because my cat, Opie, uh, who's you might have heard in the background there, who makes a presence on the show, uh, was sick. And so it's very distracting for me to to be doing this and then thinking about him. Uh, but I was able to go through the walk. I just didn't stay for lunch. Usually there's a lunch afterwards and there was only three of us. And I just, I told, I asked the guys, if you don't mind, I need to go to the vet and stuff like that. And they were like, fine right. with it. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed it. I got, I did, I just walked around. I had a, um, I, like I said, I decided to use my iPhone because the iPhone 15 camera is, is I'm blown away by it. Uh, it's becoming, I think it's, I think it's just incredible what they've done with these things. But I also have this little, um, grip for it called the shift cam. It's a grip that you attach. It's got a, like a pinchy kind of grip. So you can put any kind of phone in there. It also has a little chi charger in it. Oh, nice. So there's a battery in it. So it, it can feed power to the phone. It doesn't really charge it. It just keeps it from, from draining too right. fast yeah does it have a shutter release like a button on it, it has a to... bluetooth shutter release yeah and so you can do that it's not, there's not much else to it. you can rotate the camera vertically or horizontally in the in the grip itself so okay. you, know, you can shoot vertical but it just gives you a gives me a grip you know and it's got a little hand strap on it so it just stays in my hand and so i thought i thought well what the heck let me just i'm i was already kind of distracted so i wasn't thinking i was going to do the best photography excuse me, the, the best photography I could with my, and it was raining mm. or raining on and off. I didn't want to have a camera that I, I mean, the Fuji cameras are, are water resistant. So, I, but it was just like, it felt like it would be a bigger deal. Right. It was just easier to do my phone. Um, and I was pretty happy with the results. I've always, I've been very happy with the iPhone. Anyway, uh, I did shoot a few Polaroids with it. I, I, I just show you, <laughs> I don't know if they'll be in focus. Um, when it stopped raining, I did, I did pull out the uh, I2, and, you know, for anybody who's interested in, in um, Polaroid as a fun little camera, I mean, the, per, the you know, it's a buck and a half per shot or two bucks per shot, depending where you can buy your film. Um, and the I2 I mean, is like the highest expression of the SX-70 model, Yeah, right? can you see this? I'm, I mean, I'm showing Ward uh, a picture the, on the, the screen. The front of a, a motor coach. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a bus. It, um, so... To, to just dive into the Polaroid for a second, it's not a cheap camera. Uh, it's probably cheap. It might be cheaper to buy a used SX70, but then finding those are interesting. But it's Polaroid's first real, like, it feels like a real camera. It does feel like an SX70. It's got a, uh, as I was saying, a, a better, it's a, a lens that's as sharp as the SX70. Um, it doesn't have that sonar focusing, right? but it does have LiDAR. So it's using LiDAR to sense the distance of a subject to get your autofocus, which I thought is really interesting. Oh, interesting. Um, so you do have the ability to focus with this. It does have manual controls. I mean, the film speed is like 160 or something like that, but you can do shutter priority, aperture priority, or manual. Mm. Uh, I did notice that when I took some shots using what I thought was the good meter reading, they overexposed. And so I had to underexpose and stuff like that. But once it got the exposure done, it's just like the Polaroids that I remember from growing up. And, you know, even, you won't see it in the shot. Maybe I'll, I'll scan these and I'll put them in the show notes so you can see them. Um, but it even has some background blur on, on some pictures. So Which maximum is, aperture is what, f5.6, f8? No, and this is f8, but, you know, it's essentially a two and a quarter camera. 
Yeah. No, I know. But so, then there was always, yeah. it was the same as the, uh, the original SX-70 was an F8 as well. Yeah. Actually, it's probably bigger than a two and a quarter. Yeah, it's bigger than a two and a quarter, right? So I think three by three. I have to measure it. So the bigger the, the piece of film, the, the larger the aperture can be and you can still get background blur. Yeah. I think it's the equivalent of a 24 or 28 millimeter lens. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a it's a 90, on their thing, it's a 98 millimeter lens. So I don't know what that converts to with the size of the print, but I think it's like a three, maybe three. Sorry, the, the f-stop is equivalent to about 3.5, but I can't remember what the lens is. If it's Anyway, uh, so that was fun. If it wasn't raining, I would have, I, my intention was to use, to bring, like if it wasn't raining altogether, I would have had my iPhone with me, but I wouldn't have just done my iPhone. My, my plan was to do the whole photo walk using Polaroids. Okay. I bought a whole bunch of film. Uh, but again, it's the camera is not, as far as I know, it's not water resistant. So I didn't, and it's a little difficult to do it with an umbrella, <laughs> you hold yeah. an umbrella in one hand. Um, but it was, it was thoroughly enjoyable. And uh, it made me think about trying to get some more photo walks together. Cause it's, and I mentioned this the last time, maybe doing a cameras. I haven't set this up yet, but a coffee and cameras group in my neighborhood. Good. Uh, cool. and, and do something like that uh, based on your cameras and your beers and cameras thing. But mm -hmm. Do my own version of it. Uh, It'd be cool if you get something like that rolling. There's quite a camaraderie that I really enjoy with these groups. So I be fun. I, I kind of miss that. You know, like I said, I think for me, for someone in my position or, or who's gone through stuff like that, to be with people talking about, even just talking about common things is probably a good thing, mm -hmm. a, a better thing. So uh, that would be my plan to do. So yeah, you know, uh, anyway, photo walk, uh, I'd probably do it next year if, you know, if I'm available. Um, and, uh, if it ever comes up, there wasn't as many participants this year. I think there, uh, been previous years where they're like broken, like 10,000. Wow. And, and, and again, everybody's doing it on the same day across the world. So that's mm -hmm. the kind of cool thing. You feel like you're sort of reminds everybody. me of those old books, the day in the life of Oh, right, right. Remember yeah, those? Yeah, I remember That was those. all one. Day in the oh life gosh. of Australia, day in the life of the United States, day in the life and, of the world. And they were all the one world. day, right, yeah. Yeah. That was a while back, wasn't it? It was. Like it was. Late 80s? 40 years, 30 years, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Wow, good memory. I, I totally forgot about those books. I had one or two of them. I don't know where they went. They got legs. Well, describe, describe. For those people who don't know what that is, describe it. So they'd take all of the uh, working, is it National Geographic? Who was the Geographic. underwriter for it? Anyway, yeah, so yeah. known photographers, professional photographers all over the world would have this assignment to shoot wherever they are, whatever they're doing. If you're visiting a family somewhere in Australia, you're taking pictures of dad shaving first thing in the morning and the kids playing in the yard and all that kind of stuff. All of the pictures have to be taken on the same day. And uh, pictures are submitted and edited, and then they come out with these beautiful books yeah, called "Day in the great. Life of." Yeah. And um, the was the first one the United States. I think it was right. I don't remember. I, don't remember. I yeah. yeah, I came onto it a bit later, but every now and then there'd be another one in the bookstore or in the magazine rack. And this Day is pre. The, this is kind of pre-normal internet that we have now. Oh, this, absolutely. This was yeah. this was like yeah. This was came out like any other kind of old, old OG style magazine. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a. I, I remember it being like a really difficult thing for them to coordinate, like everything yeah. on one day. And it was just crazy, but I remember the pictures coming out of it and yeah, they tended to be more documentary style in general, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was really good. I totally forgot about that. But it was sort of an extension, I think of the family of man. If you're thinking of Stiglitz's yeah. um, yeah. or Steichen's. Family of Man, um, just it, done it, under one day. Just done under, just done one in one day, and you think all this stuff was going on, and what else is going on in the world or that particular country we don't know about. Yeah, it's yeah. just sort of there's a and there's an um, evokes some awe in the viewer. I think yeah. I really enjoyed. So, this. Yeah, the Kelby the Kelby photo walk is like that in 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 a similar sense in the fact that we have to do it all in one day, and when they get the um, uh, I don't know when they, we have to judge the pictures or when they have to submit them. I already submitted my pictures. The leaders get to submit their pictures. Right. Uh, 
Uh, so I already submitted my pictures, so I have to go back to the site. But I get to choose between the three people who are there, right? Uh, who has the best picture? But then they go on to a national, uh, a bigger contest. So right. there's the local winner, and then there'll be the I think the whole photo walk winner. Will they'll be like, a, and they'll get some bigger prizes and stuff like that. Uh, but when the site is together, you'll have the same kind of effect that everybody's seeing. You know the, yeah. the pictures that are taken on one day. Probably not in this. Well, you know, it's it's a photo walk, so people are seeing locations and stuff like that. It's not like the day in the life of. But, um, but uh, to go back to and, and to sort of, I know we've been talking a while here, but to finish up a little bit, I you know I did get the the iPhone 15 Pro Max, uh, and like I said, I was shooting with it. Um, well, that's got a crazy pentaprismy thing in it, right? It's this one a... does, right? It has the it. You know, it, I've been watching. I don't know why I do this. I've been watching all the YouTube videos, and everybody's talking about. I do it. It's okay. I man. do it too. We all do it, right? And and but I'd already bought it, <laughs> so yeah. Because I'm always getting. The, I always want the highest. To help model. with the buyer's remorse, it's a justification I don't have any buyer's after remorse. the fact. I, yeah, but it's um, for me. It, I, I you could not have buyer's remorse with this specific camera uh or this phone i i i'm i don't even know what to call it anymore i don't really call it a phone because i barely talk on the phone these days so it's mostly a camera anyway yes it's got this tetra prism thing so it's they figured out a way to uh try to get an extended telephoto everybody calls it a zoom it's not a zoom it doesn't zoom mm -hmm. it's a telephoto it's not a five times zoom it's a five times telephoto five times from the main lens right anyway uh, you know, this way that the light travels through this prism so it extends the distance so they can have that slightly longer focal length. It's the equivalent of 120 millimeters, which it's kind of always, I've always liked the 105, 120, uh, mm -hmm. 135 kind of thing in general. Yeah. Uh, the downside to it is that there's only three lenses on this thing. So there's the ultra wide, the normal, and this one. And sometimes this one can be a little too tight too tight yeah. yeah too long yeah too long uh, and so there should be four lenses on this so that you get a three times and a five times the three times was nice if you especially you're doing portraits what's the resolution of the sensor then oh it's insane there's so many okay well like so that. you pick I the know. you and then you crop uh, well no no there's three sensors obviously uh the main camera has got a 48 megapixel sensor which they're doing all sorts of stuff i'm not this is not a technical review and I can't, I, you know, part of me can't even figure this stuff out because I'm taking pictures with it. I'm looking at the resolution and it goes all over the place. So, okay. uh, and remember I'm a tech guy, but at some point I don't really care anymore. It's just, I would care about the pictures, but the main camera can go up to 48 megapixels raw. And by the way, it's a really, really, really good file. Um, mm -hmm. I've done some good tests, buildings with detail, blue skies, gradations in black and white, uh, and it is, uh, I'm surprised at how good it is. Um, These are HEIF or they're, what is, what is the raw? Well, the from? raws are raws. So it's a raw. Well, raw is raw. Can, okay. You can do a 48 bit, you can do a 48 megapixel HEIF or 48 megapixel JPEG if you JPEG. want. They're processed. The, those files may not be as um, workable, you know, mm -hmm. but right out of the phone, they look, they look great. But the what I'm always surprised at is like I was like a 48 megapixel raw compared to yes I just watched the the petapixel guys comparing the the iPhone just before we were recording that they were comparing the iPhone 15 Pro Max to a, a Nikon uh, Z8 or right. Z8 as they would Z8. say yes, and and Canadian, and those boys. Um, what's his name Chris. Was Chris, making yeah. was making the points about this that and the other thing and and, and all due credit it was it was a nice review but. Um, I'm a little, it, it gets a little tiring hearing these comparisons because there really isn't a comparison. I mean, no. I, I wouldn't put this up against my GFX when you, when you compare them, but when you look on it, look at it at as far as it came, like you've mm -hmm. got this 48 megapixel, which can get down sampled to 12 or 24, depending on whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is just the main camera. I'm talking about the ultra wide or the, the zoom they have different sensors on it but just the basic thing how far this has come in I mean, it's been a while since the phones came out but it 2007 it, it is just amazing at yeah those cameras back then were just don't even <laughs> they're, like, they're not even worth it i'm surprised i'm really really surprised 
uh, I've taken, like I said, this I was doing this in the iPhone 13, uh, 14 Pro, and I was taking raw files with those. And I was like, you know, when you start looking at gradations and you don't see stepping in yeah, you it, don't especially, see the in, yeah. especially in black and white, because there's so fewer tones mm. to really deal with. Uh, I, I was, you know, yeah. And you could do some Photoshop magic if you needed to print them. I think I, I want to do is test them on my printer and see how far I can print them. But anyway, the, the telephoto version has got a different sensor. So they're, they're not, they're not as great as the, the, the main sensor. So you can see a little mm. bit of noise that kicks in. It depends on, on the stuff, but as far as it goes, I think it's like, it's a powerhouse. Uh, a friend of mine sent me, um, a picture that he took, it was from a, a Samsung or Google Pixel. I don't know which one of them has a 200 megapixel sensor. And I'm like, you know, part of my brain is like 200 megapixels. Are you flipping kidding me? Mm. <laughs> That's a bunch of BS. Right? I was, and, but he sent me a file and I looked at it and it was a picture of some trees and some grass. And when I, and when I did my pixel peeping at it, you know, it looked all wormy. It was like, oh, okay. Mm. But, you know, who's going to look at it? I, I did it. So one size, and I was actually kind of surprised at how decent it looked. It was a JPEG. So, anyway, th that being said, uh, as as a piece of gear goes, um, it is impressive. I'm happy with it. I think they're just getting better, and I'm I I would be very happy to do like a photo walk just using this. I mean, mm. or or anything. I mean, I you know, uh, I can get away with a lot of stuff, and and now with you know upsampling with topaz and now the new version of lightroom i don't know if you've heard this but today there's a new version of lightroom out with them no, i hadn't heard they they are now adding besides some really granular color controls which look kind of cool but they're really this is lightroom classic by the way not lightroom cc yeah, that's what i have running so yeah the, the really really granular color um they changed the hsl sorry i'm getting geeky here but they changed that to something new Oh, anyway, cool. but now they've got a portrait mode version. They've got the um, Lightroom can create a depth map from an image that doesn't have one built in. I actually wonder what it does when it's got one built into it. And you can now adjust the focus on it. And I'm curious to see how good the edges are and stuff like that. But with all this stuff that you can do with a phone picture, you can go and bring it in the Lightroom. Even on your phone, you can do stuff. I mean, even the Lightroom uh, mobile version can do really nice work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's not going to replace the bigger cameras, but I, I am not unhappy walking around with my phone. I've been doing more, uh, the, a bunch of the pictures I put on my new Instagram account are street shots that I'm doing with my iPhone. Right. I'm sort of oh. full circle around because that's where I started. Before, yeah. I, before I got the Fuji, I started. It's a legitimate tool for street photography. Don't it, let anyone tell you it's different. No, I'm not. And uh, I'm, you know, going back to Snapseed and, and doing my black and white processing. Snapseed is my favorite photographic editing tool of all time. Yeah, I forgot how good good that is, especially because it's so compact. They they really did the interface well. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I call it, when I tell my students, I call it, it does gentle processing. Mm -hmm. It's like some other programs, just even Apple's, I think Apple's built-in, I don't know what this is like for Google, but Apple's built-in phone app processing for photos yeah. is can be a little aggressive and really do nasty things. And so if I want to do gentle processing that I can go back and undo, yeah. um, yeah, Snapseed is the bomb. I think yeah, there's, there's two, two widgets I love in Snapseed. One is ambiance, which is part of the main controls, the two, two in the photo. And the other one is vignette, but not for the reason you might think. Uh, you can uh, use vignette in s different contexts and different ways, and it does something magic with the tones when you when you move the vignette slider back and forth. It's not just vignetting; it's doing some. It's similar to what Silver Effects does, um, the Nick Suite, right? The Silver Effects Pro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It does something. It does something. Makes it silvery and beautiful. So. Yeah. yeah. It also has, if don't forget that you can use it not only to darken the corners, but lighten the center. Right. Yeah. It does both of them rather than, cause I find that useful. I find taking some of the corners down, but like, I'm always looking at the center. I'm like, eh, I could use a little boost. And so yeah. doing those two things at the same time. 
And also, you're not stuck being in the center. You can move that arc wherever you want in the frame. Right, right. Yeah, so you can actually use it as a processing tool. I mean, you can, right. it doesn't have to have been yet. You can actually darken certain areas. Yeah, it if if I mean everybody should know about Snapseed, and it doesn't exist on the desktop. There was a desktop version; it might still work. It's mm -hmm. a piece of garbage, so don't even bother with it. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to use anything that's like it on the desktop, you know, you you might want to just buy the Nick filters because they're the same technology. And I think yeah. the Nick stuff is really, uh, I don't know if we talk about it that much, but in general, but um, Nick I think is one of the better. It that goes all the way back to the to the um, Nikon, then they bought it from uh, uh, they, whoever the Nick filters were bought that technology from Nikon because Nikon used to have that as part of their raw processing. They right. called it U point technology U -point. or whatever. Yeah, what it was. yeah, and so that got offloaded from Nikon and it became Nick. And then we know the whole story about Nick going from yeah whoever. Uh, but then they Google took the Nick uh, technology, put it into Snapseed. And, and made a winner here. I, I just like, you know, pray <laughs> to, the, to the gods of photography. Don't ever, you know, Google, don't ever get rid of Snapseed. No, that's fantastic. I, I always tell my students, like, you know, go download it now. When you get it, when you get off this Zoom call, uh, download it and work with it because it's perfect. So anyway, I, I think I'm talked out. <laughs> I don't think so too. Oh, I should say with the photo walk business. Um, oh, yeah. I've been going out for my walks now that I don't, walk around downtown so much anymore or won't again. So I've been going out for my uh, walks and I've been taking some pictures of the fall colors with the phone and I just have an okay. iPhone XR or 10R and it's fine. And uh, uh, the range of color is pretty spectacular here just this week. I think it might be gone by next week, but so I'll, I'll throw a couple of those oh, pictures yeah, in give to them for the show toss notes, yeah. into, the, uh, into the show notes. Yeah, we don't have any uh full colors here yet we're in the middle of october and we're still green uh we had a lot of rain so i imagine that the what i'm imagining is that the colors should be nice this year okay. uh and gradual instead of just i think it was like a couple of years ago they just dried up and died oh that happens yeah but here but, we got green yellow orange gold whatever red yeah they're pretty good yeah, it's I I haven't done many fall shots yet, but I think I'll go out this year with my phone and mm. and do that. Just I think go, it's, a, I think it's a very appropriate stuff. So, all right, now we're talked out. <laughs> Thanks right. for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. So, what have we learned today? Well, I don't know. We'll what see. have we learned? Yeah. Well, so, we we learned that we're going to be coming out with a zine soon, and we'll let everybody know that. Uh, like I said, like we said, it will help support the show. Uh, and we'll be doing, we'll probably be doing another one after this. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, like I said, I look forward to the to the whole process. Uh, cool. That. Anyway, uh, let's let's let's. Well, that's a wrap. I say, let's. Wrap it up. Yeah, we'll figure out where you are in the world for those people who don't know. So, for me on Vero and Twitter, I am at W Rosin Photo. On Instagram, I am at Ward Rosin Fine Art. On Facebook, you can find me at Ward Rosin Photo. I have a little website, which I still need to go through and maybe post some of my street pictures and some of my older images, which people wouldn't have any idea about. That's at rosin.ca, R-O-S-I-N.ca. And our unofficial show unofficial sponsor, sponsor is Ornis Photo. That's Ornis, O-R-N-I-S, dot photo. Our unofficial sponsor. We're going to have to make them official someday. <laughs> One day, maybe. One day. One day. All right. So uh, where are we finding you, my friend? Yeah, the list is growing here. I gotta, I gotta try to cut it down. So I'll try to do it quick. Vero, uh, Vero I'm not on Twitter anymore. I, I really stopped that. So, but if you want to find me, I'm on Vero Twitter, Flickr at AM Rosario. I did start another Instagram account, slowly growing that. So please follow me. I need the followers so that more advertisers can come to me and and try to sell me on 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 selling their jewelry and stuff like that. Anyway, it's uh, at AM Rosario Photo. Uh, my website is amrosario.com. Facebook, rosario.com slash rosario photo. Our website is streetshots.photography and our Facebook is facebook.com slash streetshots podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to our Substack newsletter. I'm a little behind on doing the newsletters. Um, like I said, it's been a week, but uh, streetshots.substack.com 
And if you want to uh, leave us a voicemail, it's speakpipe.com slash street shots. And until we get our zine out, a good way to support us is to buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Antonio Rosario. Whew, I'm going to have to shorten that. Make it into a... I can only speak a QR code and then have people... <laughs> if there was some way to do that... I'll put a, put a QR code on the show notes and you scan that. Well, I could do that, but that? yeah. yeah. So anyway. All right, great. Um, well, that was enjoyable. So, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, we'll see everybody around Halloween. We will not be wearing masks, but... Uh, well, the masks we'll be using will be in our photo tools. They'll be in our photo tool, yeah. You know, maybe we'll have them on, but we won't see us in our masks. So. Anyway. Exactly. All right. So everybody have a good night. And Ward, thanks for joining. And see you good night to you. Good, good night, night to all. All right. Bye. Bye.